Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. I was scrolling around on the old Facebook today, and somebody posted to one of the polyamory groups that I'm on, Yeah, is getting into polyamory at 50 too late? Oh, well, that's kind of a, I guess that's an actual question. It's kind of a sad question, too. So, I mean, if you're poly, you're poly, and some people just don't realize that's a thing until they get older, or they're not in the right opportunity or situation where they can actually explore it. So I guess it's a valid question, but well, not too late. You and I are over 50. We are over 50. We started younger, though. Let's see we if we can over be poly. 50. Ooh. This week on Erotic Awakening, polyamory over 50, head generosity and cultivating joy. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. We'd like to thank our latest Patreon supporters, Laura and Elmin. And among other perks, Patreon supporters get free Kickstarter cards or a book, as well as audible excerpts from our book, Living MS, and Zoom discussions. And we ended up canceling our June Zoom discussion because we had things happen. Absolutely. And um, I should get around to scheduling July because those are actually a lot of fun. Yep. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. So we're getting back to normal here as much as we are able to. If you listen to our last podcast, you know that we were visited by a little bit of tragedy here in our lives. And um, one of the things we found important is to keep doing what you do. Keep doing what you love. And you have um, to. You we'll have. see how, to, you know what? And I'm not going to. Uh, we started off this podcast today talking, saying, oh, let's just do a regular old podcast. And uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. There's still, it's only been, what, 17 days. So there's still a little processing going on and probably will be for a while. And, you know, I've been uh, helping some of her other friends out and we've been sharing memories. So, of course, we're talking about Bat and the passing of Bat. Mm hmm. Um, so, and there is something that I do want to talk about with her a little bit later, but, um, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll still be processing for a while. Probably, but, be, but that is not going to be the focus of this not particular podcast focus, as so. far as our intent is concerned. Uh, instead we are going to be talking about, uh, and let's get right into it. So Dawn, you and I are both, this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast than what you're used to. Okay. You How is that? You're going to throw stuff at me that I don't know about? I think you do that a lot. But we're not going to. <laughs> yes, I absolutely do. But we're not going to actually discuss a topic per se. We're going to do a little brainstorming session. Ooh. You and I are both over 50. Yes, we are. I just had a birthday, which makes me, let's see, if I was born in 67, that makes well, me what? Well, let's not put numbers on it. It's enough to say you're over I'm 50. I'm over 50. Just a little bit. Just a little bit over 50. <laughs> and... um I'm going to immediately derail the podcast. I meant to jump on Facebook earlier today, and, and yeah. Why would you do that? Because FetLife is sometimes too caustic, so I jump on Facebook. Which, oh, my God, which is just as bad. I can't sleep anymore. But it is a it is a funny reflection of the world when you go to Facebook because people are more normal there. <laughs> anyway, um, I was going to go on to the old Facebook and post that what a great quarantine buddy you are, but also what a great wife you've been lately. Oh, in that you. I looked in the refrigerator earlier and I've got uh, Tupperware with labels on it like rinsed grapes. <laughs> and I know what all the food is in there. And you've been particularly busy as one of the side effects of Bat's passing with a lot of responsibilities that have fallen onto your lap. And I haven't changed my responsibilities at all. I still work and, and that's it. Um, 
So I just want to acknowledge how much extra you've picked up lately and say thank you. I very much appreciate it. You're welcome. So it's, uh, you know, we promised Bat. And I say that <laughs> and I hope her daughter doesn't feel bad because we do enjoy having her around. I, I wish we had spent more time with her. I wish she had allowed us to spend more time with her when, when Bat was around. Podcast listeners, we're going to get back on topic. I swear. Dating over 50 any moment now. So, yeah, I swear. But, um, yeah, there's things to do. When, when yeah. someone passes without a will and the daughter has no other family but a grandmother that doesn't drive, someone's got to step in. So, and that's, that's what we do. And we always promise that we would. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I, my perception is it's an and, you know, yes. we're doing yes. it. I like we, that. We did tell Bat we would do it and we'd, we would do it anyway. Right. Anyway. Getting back to this whole why I brought this up has okay. nothing to do with polyamory. Okay. Just saying thank you. You're welcome. But getting back to the whole polyamory thing. So what I want to do for this podcast today is you and I are both over 50. Mm-hmm. And both you and I have recently talked about, uh, you know what, it'd be nice to get back out there a little bit, do a little dating, meet some new people. Not that we have any dissatisfaction with our current partners or anything like that. Mm-mm. But um, dating is fun. Dating is fun. And um, I'm actually kind of feeling a little guilty about it because my other two relationships are so good, mm-hmm. right? Two, and I could say three, but the third one is out of state and, you know, there isn't time to spend together. So, I mean, it's it's going well, as can be expected for sure. a long-distance relationship. And, um, but yeah, dating is, dating, dating, dating dating is, is fun. fun and meeting new people is fun. And Part of this could be because we've been quarantined for so long Absolutely. that it's like. <laughs> so what we're going to do today on the podcast on is with this idea of just talking about dating. Now, if we were talking mm-hmm. about, do you want to develop new relationships? It's a different kettle of fish. That's much more energy and time and all that kind of stuff that goes with new relationships. And there's nothing wrong with that. But mm-hmm. do I want to develop new relationships? I don't know. That's that's, that's a different question. But I wouldn't mind doing a little bit of dating. And polyamory, being that we are polyamorous, we're allowed to go dates. Hell, you can Unless even be you're in India. Uh, can as, what? Right, absolutely. As <laughs> per Arun in our previous podcast, as, and all I said was you could be my wingman even. Ooh, that'd be fun. I used to do that. So let's talk about, let's brainstorm some ideas. How are we going to get out there and start dating people? Now, our situation mm-hmm. is we are polyamorous. And we're over 50. And those are the factors. And you might say, oh, well, who cares how old you are? That's got nothing to do with it. The reality mm. is, no, it does have something to do with it. What we are looking for out of dating, how we find people, mm-hmm. how and, we interact. And whether you want it to affect things or not, and you think it shouldn't affect things, I'm a realist. It does affect things, mm-hmm. regardless of what you want. So, And when what you want is different than what is, that causes suffering. So we try to move beyond that sure, and be sure. realist, right? But, but so, being... Being 50, that does give you a, for us, other people do it differently, that gives us a buffer time thing, right? Meaning that um, for me, apparently, my buffer thing is about 20 years in either direction, right? I'll date somebody who's 30, and I'll date somebody who's 70, and anything in that range is okay. If somebody who is 20, oh, man. I was going to say if somebody was 21, 22, but I wouldn't date them. But you've done that before. Not when I was over 50, though. That's true. But uh, there's a particular person who lives out of state who's, uh, I won't say anything to give them away, 
But if they were local, even with the age thing, I said, damn, man, if they were interested, I might give that a shot. But let's pretend. But well, at least for dating. What the hell? Again, let's go back to this is just about dating. So, Don, right. let's brainstorm. How are we going to start? How are we going to date? Well, uh, I've actually had some. You mean like finding people to date? Or date in general, since like movies are closed down. So dating in COVID well, is a whole different thing as well. That's a whole different thing. All right. Although. Yes. It's, it's a really tricky one. So here's your dating. If you have it going out on a date, right? Because of COVID, you have some limitations. But how, how nice would it be to go to a drive-in movie? Oh, there's a drive-in this Saturday, by the way, that I just put on the calendar. Totally off topic. It's Grease and Footloose. I know. Thank you for putting that on the calendar so we know to avoid going. Oh, but I want to go. But they just played Jaws. See, this is when Polly is good. You don't want to go to that with me. I would love to go. Big D's out of state right now. So I have no one to go with. Uh, And yes, I have girlfriends I could go with. But there's a different energy with Girlfriends, friends that are versus girls dating girls versus or dating, boys. dating yeah. someone. So, uh, so maybe that should be. All right, let's talk about that. That can be our, even though that may not be the real top, mm-hmm. the real event. But let's say you. So, how are you going to find somebody to go to the movie with this Saturday? That's so hard. I mean, I could throw it out there on FET, right? I I just I I said that, and I just pictured this little flame going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could put it out there. There's, um, I got people messaging me on that Facebook dating thing that I don't know how to use. I didn't know there was a Facebook dating there thing. There is a Facebook <laughs> dating thing. And people, I signed up for it because I remember reading about it somewhere that so many people are finding people on there. But it is exactly like OkCupid okay and Tinder. You don't really get to interact with it. It's a swipe left, swipe right. It's a it's a heart or an X. And if you don't heart it, you can't respond to them. And it's just this really weird, funky thing. So I'm getting like one-liner messages, but then I have to heart them to be able to respond. And then they think I like them, but all I've done is respond to them. So right. anyway, so that's just my thing about all these dating sites. But so there, there is, there's that. Facebook thing, there's OkCupid, there's FET kind of, there's... Yeah, let's go back to your, I'll just post a FET, right? That sounds like failure to me because what happens is it, unless you are super specific saying, I am looking for a, now that's just fail. Yeah. I, at least for us, now everybody's going to date differently. For me, I don't do, uh, I would be willing to do a blind, blind date. Mm-hmm. But fet life doesn't work for blind dates because no. only your friends, only people that have friended you. Unless see you it. go into a group and you post in a group that is about a specific topic. And oh. then usually you're looking for stuff gets deleted unless it's a specific dating looking group. for dating okay, group. No, that that's legit. So that so, would work. So is that our first But then I'm boxing people in. I'm looking for someone in this age that has a dominant personality that blah blah you know. Which is fine. Your date. It's a date. Remember? Oh, true. But remember, I teach that thing about putting people in a box. If I create that box that I'm looking for, I'm missing out on everything else. I would never have found Big D if I was just looking for it in my box. But if we go back to finding somebody to take you to the movie on Saturday. That's true. Right? You're going to have to create some kind of parameters at least, right? Like, for example, if I said... So here's some parameters I might set up when we talk about parameters. First off, so I guess maybe the first step is if you're going to go start dating, 
look in the mirror and say, what the fuck do I want? You know, and, and be legitimate with yourself to what you are looking for. Setting yourself up some, even if your boundaries are to have no boundaries, right? Even if your boundaries are to mm-hmm. say, I don't care if it's, you know, what I find, then that's okay. Um, you have to start somewhere. Like, so that's for me, true. I agree. I would probably start off with the idea. All right. I am not, am I looking for sex? No. Am I looking for somebody who is not afraid of intimacy? Now here we get into a very tricky, let's pretend we're in the post COVID world because I don't know. Where how kissing's you, allowed or something. Or even right holding now, hands and physical right. contact without, you know, oh, gloves. Let's hold it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, side note: If you've seen the safer sex episode, the, the part of the movie Naked Gun, where they practice safer sex. The full that's, condoms? Yeah, yes, that's perfect. Um, so I would want somebody, look, I, you know, I like cuddles. I like sense of humor. Not looking to... See, for me, it's really tricky, right? Because I can go, there's so many directions that might be appealing. Right. But, uh, let's see, can I... Shit, I don't even know if I want to limit it to. Uh, yeah, I don't want to date men right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, bio males, I don't think really that's that's my that's who I would want to date right now because that would just that would be more of a different exploration for me than just right. a casual date. All right, so I could start off there, um, but that's about as far as I can get on that one, right? Right. Um, I could. Could we? Do you have anybody? And no, we're not going to speak with their names. Maybe it's like, well, who do you know that you'd like to date? Well, that's the problem is that because we run the space and because we present, my interaction with people is different than just a friendly get to know you. And it shouldn't be, but but it is sometimes, right? I'm so busy watching and see what needs to be done and making sure people are having a good time that I don't invest my own energy into creating relationships with people. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So it's a little harder for me to like pay attention as to who's there and what's going on and who I would like and the energy I feel between me and them. Now I do have someone, but I've played with them before. So I don't think that counts. I don't know. Does it? It just because you've played with somebody, does that mean I've not been on a date with them? Yeah. I'm just going to say, I don't know that that's, that doesn't count. Right. It's an event play person. Right. But we've not been on a date and don't know they'd be interested because they've specifically okay. said that they're not interested in developing a relationship. Doesn't mean that they might not do a date. Right. Which is what I'm looking for. So that would be an idea. But it's long distance. It'd be nice to have somebody local. This has always been my thing. How many years have I talked about this that I haven't been able to find somebody local? Even Big D is a big city over. So there's one of your parameters. Local. Oh, my God. I put that on all my profiles. You have to be local. I've got people from New York and San Francisco writing me right now. Right. They don't read the profile. So that's one of my parameters. Read my profile. Right. (laughs) So that you know a little bit about me. Because on Facebook, a lot of people are vanilla. Have you done the thing on your profile where you say, you know, okay, so at the top of it, you say, please read my profile. And then halfway through the profile, say something like, I hate squirrels. <laughs> I don't really hate squirrels, but at some point you're, I'm going to ask you, how do what do you think about squirrels? I, and if you haven't read my profile, you're going to not no. know what the fuck's going on. I've seen people do that and yeah. do it at the end of the profile. I don't because I'm also a profile skimmer. 
Okay. So I'm not looking for someone to have read a specific sentence and to have read every word of my profile because my profile is long, right? I do a lot of stuff. But if they've skimmed, Mm -hmm. like the last person to get in touch with me was from a small town over and, um, you know, they're like, so what are you into? And I'm like, uh... Read my profile. <laughs> it's got so much stuff in it. You can at least skim it and right. see the space if I talk about the space. Because I did. I mentioned, you know, I'm busy with the space this weekend or, or, you know, director's meeting or whatever. And they're like, oh, what's the space? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> You've not even – how did you even find me? Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I want someone to skim for keywords or something first. So do you think maybe a, a way to approach dating is to instead of looking for a person to find a thing – that mm. you want to experience. I would love to, and then go on like a group on FET or even put it in your profile or something. Like, for example, that you're looking for a specific thing. For this particular uh, Saturday night, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that, I don't know, but maybe FET Life has a uh, Grease sing along group, right? Or a One Degree of Kevin Bacon, because the second movie is a Footloose, right? Yeah. Sort of group. And you jump on there and you say, hey, Grease is actually going to be playing at a. Or, or how about. Um, someone that's into sing-alongs so that when I'm in the car singing along to it, they're not like, oh my fuck, what did I just get into? Right. <laughs> but you could do, so what I would do, I, I could see, and, and I want to go backwards to the, the question of, do you know anybody you want to date? I have one person in mind that I would love to date, uh-huh. but um, it is somebody who's, uh, we've, they're, they're monogamous, they're a lesbian, and they're not and they're not oh. interested in well they're it is not a situation where dating would be acceptable right just pure I was going to ask you who and yeah, that was enough of, that was enough about. of a clue okay yep. um yeah i wouldn't be able to date them either cuz of the yeah and the reality is i'm not going to go on a date with somebody that makes their partner uncomfortable right that's just that's, that's just not, not unnecessary it's yeah. unnecessary it's unskillful and you're right it's not fun um uh, but i would like to like, but and, and that's it, right? Now I'm having trouble thinking. Well, who would I like to go on a date with that I know? And the trick is because, and I, you and I have a special little problem being directors at the space and authors and podcasters, blah blah blah. Right. People perceive us as the Dan and the Dawn versus just peeps, mm-hmm. right? Some people do, a lot of people don't. But um, the people that do see us just as peeps, they're the ones we're dating. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um. So for me, I would say, hey, um, I'm interested in tea right now, right? That's my thing right now is drinking tea. Um, Well, I I know someone you could date because of that. Oh, wait, we have dated them before. Yes, and they are, (laughs) are they forbidden because of the other relationship? No. No, they're not forbidden. No, they're not. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway. I've kissed her before. (laughs) Huh, have I? Nope. Good. That would be terrible if I forgot. Um, so, like, you know, hey, hey, I would, now I would have to post, here's, oh, fuck, I got it. I got we it. We are rambling all over the place, but, but we are trying to doing. figure this out. We're, right. I've got it. We I are brainstorming. Mine. Okay. How are you going to do it? What is one of my, we, at some point in the podcast, we're going to talk about cultivating joy. What's one yes. of my joys? What's, What's one my go to? Video games. Nope. Peanut butter. Mm, closer. Food. Yeah. You not are just very food. much about food. You not are just food, but enjoying f- the experience of different types of exotic foods, yes. usually. Last week, I sampled, I think it was last week, 
Yeah. Sampled two different African restaurants mm-hmm. with no clue what the hell I, would, I was getting See, into. And you can't really do that with me because of the way I right. eat and being gluten-free and I'm not into exotic foods. So <laughs> when you talk about dating, you want somebody that's local. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want somebody to experience a thing with you, right? So here's there's a Columbus foodies group on FetLife. I'm going to jump on there. I'm going to say, hey, I want to go eat. I've got, I just found the best peanut butter goat soup. <laughs> I know you enjoyed it. That's like, fucking good. Oh, peanut butter goat. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to go, I want to go back there and I want to try something else. Mm-hmm. Who, who wants to go down, who wants to get down for an adventure with me? And, but but the, here's the tricky bit, right? You have to phrase it to say it's a date. Right. Right? Don't just say, who wants to go experience this with me? Because anybody might want to go experience it with you. If what you, and which is fine by me, by the way. Side notes, anybody listening who lives or wants to come to Columbus and try peanut butter goat soup, I'm, I'm buying. It's good and you can shit. do that from a I mean, we're still talking COVID, right? So if you're talking reality right now, you know, yes. you can still do dinner in a safer manner yes. than, yeah. Um, kind of like safer sex. There's no such thing as safe sex. Sure. It's safer. <laughs> Sorry, you just went off. You just blanked out. No, I, I didn't blank your out. Eyes go. <laughs> I have this, 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 this uh, wave of a rant that wants to flow out. Uh, which I'm just going to let go of right now. We we thought about doing here. Look, I, we thought about doing a podcast called "Assholes of Fet Life," <laughs> but it really wasn't the juice that we wanted to get into right the now. Juice. Um, so going on to that co, co going on to the Columbus Foodies Fet Life group, right? So that tells three things: mm-hmm. you're on Fet Life, so you are kink aware, right? You're on or poly aware. A lot of you're 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 alt, right? right? Um, you're in Columbus or you're digging the Columbus vibe because you're on a Columbus group and it's a foodie group. So right. we have a common interest. How much fun would it be to go on a, a, a blind date with somebody to a, a food place and go yeah. eat? Now, oh. how am I going to... Go ahead. No, fin- finish yours because I, I the, got something. The trick is how I'm going to implement this is if I go on there and I say... Uh, and I, you got to find the right wording to say, I want to go on a date with somebody, right? I just thought somebody else that I would like to go on a date with that's out of state. Never mind. I'll tell you about it later. Um, <laughs> I've got a few that are out of state, but they're out of you state. Know what? And I've got, that's going to actually be an aspect of trickiness to dating if, if when someone is in a, a power exchange relationship already. Yeah. Uh, that's a different topic altogether, kind of. Right. Uh, so I've gone to Columbus Foodies. I would say, hey, who wants to go on a date? I found, man, keep it simple. That's what I'm going to say. Who wants to go on a date? I found the best African restaurant in town, I think. And I will take you there. And you, you can tell me what you think about this And you this like place. people that show you new things, too. So if I've, someone see, had a new restaurant, that would that, definitely feed you. That, is, that almost feed worked you. it see in. See what I did? <laughs> that almost worked it into my, my pitch there to say, mm-hmm. which I think is the best one in the world. Right. But if you think there's a better one, Nice. But see, then that, that, that's tricky because then you get into date number two, and I don't want to set up date number two before date number one happens, right? Right. I, you know, I have been actually been on a date in the last year. Yeah. Did you know that? I hope I knew that. I don't remember. I went to our The Lantern, local Chinese restaurant. 
I know the lantern. And I went with somebody who apparently has been interested in me for a long time. And we had a nice dinner. And it was an opportunity to, we talked about things that we were passionate about. And one of the things they were passionate about is something that I'm um, not passionate about. Right. And it was a nice date. And that was it. You have to tell me who that was later. I will. You well, remind say, me. I'll, I'll know who. But yeah, because you're the one that, me. Would, that told me. They're so into you, dude. What are you waiting for? <laughs> All right. So we know what I'm doing. I have right. a plan. So, well, I just wanted to mention, as you're talking, 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 um, I've done this before. I have actually reached out to people. I used to ask people to go on walking dates with me. And I had one person reach out because I was only available during the day because I was working in the room at the night. That was the room time when I had the room before the space. So I was busy every night, and it's hard to find people to date during the day. So um, I did a walking date, and that's how I met someone that I started dating for a little while. So... He flies an airplane. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, not, yeah. not who I thought it was. Okay. So, uh-oh. Now i got to remember who, who you might have thought it was. But, yeah, that's what I did. I said, you know what? I'm looking for a walking date. I don't like walking by myself, but I love to – actually, I do. But it's a little terrifying for me sometimes because I'm out in the woods by myself. You know, anybody could be around. So, um, yeah. So that actually worked into a, a – what ended up turning out to be a friendship, we dated for a little while, so a couple times, went on walks, and um, turned into a great friendship. I've done this when you used to be busy with Karen. Mm-hmm. And I would say, hey, I want to go out to dinner. Who's interested? Right. And that's how I met Juicy Fruit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and found out about her musical thing and, you know, and stuff like this. So I have done this before. I've done this where did I meet the guy that I went out to dinner and then a hotel room and he ran scared? I forget where I came across him. It had to have been something along the lines of OK Cupid or something. I think he was really vanilla. I'll have to remind you about that one too. So You're not talking um, about way, way, way in the beginning. This would have been just when you started dating Karen. Okay. So no, 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 I'm thinking, no, go on. Oh, no, the one at the very beginning that yes. we brought to the house. There was a couple we brought right. to the house. And that was a different dealio. That, that was, was a different dealio. Dating, that was fucking. That, that was, was fucking. Hooking up. Right, that was hooking up to see if, <laughs> if, if we were going to be jealous and able to handle it. Which is one of the things that we are slightly I still remember better at one of their names. Dating, we're slightly better at dating than we are hooking up, I think. We're better at dating. Yeah, it, dating's And we're lousy easier, at dating. And that's... Yeah, that's, yeah. So, and then I also have a lunch dates with one of our podcast listeners. I haven't since yep. COVID, yep. but, and that is not leading towards a relationship at all. He's a podcast listener. We have lunch dates sometimes, yeah. and that's really fun too. Although for the, the purpose of this topic, I'm a little more, I'm a little more focused on, on that, that flirty, right. energetic mm-hmm, sort yeah. of thing for dating. Yeah. Um, so we got, I got a plan. You got a plan. I I might have a plan of starting a new FET group that's specifically about having walking dates. There's a hiking group. Ooh. There's a Columbus hiking group. But um, maybe a Columbus walking dates is what I would label it. Columbus walking dates. Nice. Now, one of the challenges, of course, is um, because we're in the land of COVID, some of these things don't work as you would like, right? Why? Would you... Walking, walking would, would be a good one, though, right? At least to start out with. That is a good not distance. Not holding hands. Yes. You're not, yeah. Uh, eating together. 
It's a little. You'd, you'd be a little trickier, yeah. right? Um, you really can't mask up while you're shoving foods in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit trickier. What do you think about um, something along the lines of, do you recommend, would you recommend, or would you go? Like, we're not talking about recommending for other people, for yourselves. Should we go check out the local poly groups? And the poly groups themselves um, aren't a place to pick people up. And they're Mm-mm. very clear about that. But right. the Poly Columbus actually has a dedicated social time afterwards. After you attend Poly Columbus, head over to Bob's Bar. And right. that's their that's their dedicated social where and it is cool to pick people up time. It is cool. And I'm just not the walk up to someone and start a conversation. But it, it's also because I'm not a drinker. Yeah. So that's not the right opportunity for me. If they had, they used to have outings to where you could go to dinners and things like that, or kayaking or board game night, stuff like that. That's where I like to meet people, not in a loud bar or or things like that. But I've absolutely done that, except we're the ones usually (laughs) running the event, which puts me in a different headspace. Can't be something that you're running, right? So kinky and geeky doesn't work for us because that's that's a thing that we're running. Even our poly unconference and stuff. Sure, sure. I try to sit and just chill with people and meet people, but I'm running. It's a different headspace, unfortunately. Right. So, but I'd love to find other events like that to go to. So that is a way. Yep. That is absolutely where I would do sure. that. Though some, po- not all poly people are kinky. One of the nice things you I'm could kinky. do. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes back to having your parameters set, right? If mm-hmm. you only want to date kinky people, right? Now, um, I've asked, sometimes you see, and again, yeah, it's just tricky with the whole COVID thing, but right now. But sometimes I I saw somebody post to FetLife about three weeks ago. I am just touch starved. I just want somebody to cuddle, mm-hmm. right? And I was thinking, I thought about that for a couple hours, and then I went back into FetLife and I tried to find the person, and I did find the person. I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna say, how about a cuddling date, mm-hmm. right? We'll set up the rules beforehand so that we're both on the same page. You know, I mean, clothes are gonna stay on. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll define cuddling so they don't think, oh, cuddling, oh, oh, oh right? Right. Um, and just say, sure, how about a cuddling date? I never did follow up with that. Yeah, and now our situation is different. We have an immune-compromised person in our sure. house, so that kind of shifts things even more. So it, it, this is all hard. But So what are your, what's your online scenario? Your online – so we've done an online date mm-hmm. with somebody already, mm-hmm. online dinner date. And oh, I we do need to reschedule that too. Yes. And I do the occasional online uh, dinner with somebody uh, while we watch a TV show that you've deemed now as a date. It sounds like it to me. Okay. You guys are All having right. dinner and watching movies. Okay. All right. Um, do you have any strategies or do you care enough about dating that you want to do online dates? I don't think it's the same. If I was meeting people to try to start developing relationships, maybe that's a way to start. But what I'm looking for for a date date is a little different. Yeah. So it's that energy. I like that clicking energy. And I don't get that from Zoom. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. It's just not the same. For me, and I am not one of those, uh, I'm not one of you's energetic peoples, I like to say, <laughs> but there is an energy exchange when you are sitting with somebody and, right. and, and, 
and flirting and talking and stuff that I just don't get online at all. I used to. You and I used to both do the IRC and the oh, AOL yeah. chat rooms and all that shit. And um, loved it at the time. Could build some some lust and desire with people. And we do Discord now a little bit, but that is not the same as it used to be. I yeah. think part of it is though our attitude. Oh, right? absolutely. When was the last time you've been? And I, I probably I don't know. Maybe the answer is well. Maybe it's more recent for you. I don't know that I've ever been to an event or a Bob's bar or a social thing or anything with the intent of I'm here to find somebody to go on a date with. Probably. Yeah. I would say it's more current for me because I forget to do that and be the flirty person. So I go into an event with the intent. Right. That's all. It doesn't mean I find people and I get stood up all the time when I do. So yeah. I don't know. I think we might have a little bit of a plan. What it has to do with being over 50, I think I think we just have to work harder when we're over 50. I think that may be true. I think I'm not positive that we've really... You think it's our perception, maybe? I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought no, that's what you were going to say. No, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I think it is a perception thing more than anything else. I think if you started off by going in there, how am I going to date and I'm over 50, right? Then that's a little self-defeating versus I acknowledge I'm 50 and therefore I don't give a fuck about OkCupid and (laughs) Tinder. Just don't care. Yeah. I used to dig it. Don't dig it anymore. But I might have to learn how to do it. And another interesting bit are people... The general pool of people that are out there dating, how many of them are interested in 50-X-year-old bald dudes that are like me, yeah. right? Um, because part of me would dig dating somebody my age who's got my life experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I have, I, have a couple, I have a partner that is my age. I have a partner that is the 20 years younger than me. It's a different thing altogether, right? Right. Um, and I would absolutely date somebody who's older than me too, right? I don't. It's it's all about that. For me, I think, and, and we'll wrap this damn thing up. We've been talking about for now. I've been talking for an hour. We're gonna <laughs> let you talk. I hate to go back to Bat, but what we learned from Bat, who was also in this fifty-year-old age mm-hmm. thing, and just started to date somebody. Yeah. Is this is a limited trip we're on. Yep. Right? If I do if I date no more people for the next 20 years, that means I will date no more people for my entire lifetime. Right. Right? And I'm not saying be a hedonist and throw all caution to the wind, but you and I meet way too many people that come to the space that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s that cross dress for the first time or get kinky for the first time. And they say, man, I wish I did this when I was younger. Right. Right. Well, I don't want to do that 10 years from now. I go, man, I wish this I'd done the dating thing when I was younger. Well, so. I and I just, um, and we are going to talk about that a little bit. I just went through, um, her daughter was looking for a picture of one of her tattoos, mm-hmm. one of Bat's tattoos. And um, she's like, you know, I know you've got some pictures that might show that back to that tattoo on her lower back. Uh-huh. And I'm like, actually, I wouldn't have any pictures like that. We did not have that sort of relationship. 
I'm like, but um, I know places to look. And I went on Mr. Malaprop's profile to mm-hmm. look for pictures. And I'm looking at all these pictures that Malaprop did, who has also passed. And there's pictures in there of Bat. And there's some cool fucking pictures in there of an event that Malaprop put together that Bat was part of. They were, they, they were uh, uh, a kinky photo group uh-huh. event. And I'm like, why did I not participate in that? That looks so much fun. Now it's too late. Yeah. Malaprop's gone. Bat's gone. The driving force who would be behind pushing me into things that I would find uncomfortable, you know, but wanted to do. She'd push me right in there. And um, it's like now it's too late. And that's really, that really sucks. But it's not too late. It's not too late. It wouldn't be that environment. Yes. It would be a different environment, experience. a different experience. But um, yeah, and now with COVID, all this stuff is shut down. So I can't even participate now anyway. But, uh, but yeah. So, you know, grab life. That, that is, you know, uh, the thing that I did want to bring up about Bat is that she was all about that. Right. Once she found the kink community and everything that was available, she made herself available. She was all about experiencing life, embracing life, mm-hmm. what it has to offer and helping other people to do that as well. Yep. And um, one of the things that we talked about during the memorial, what, two and a half. Wow. As of tomorrow, that's three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, not that long ago. And everybody was talking about Bat and talking about how she embraced life and how she, you know, was uh, the person that welcomes you to the community and things like that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to miss that in Bat. Yep. And, and I think we've come up with a phrase, what would Bat do? And so that people don't forget that that person is needed to help push some of us into experiencing the fantasies that we want to experience. So Absolutely. But, yeah, so Bat was good at dating. Bat had it figured out, I think, over 50. And, yeah, it's because she grabbed it and went. Hey, you want to do this thing? Let's go do this thing. I'm just bad at that. (laughs) Well, you know. um, She had it from a different perspective, too, though. She was in the masses. (laughs) No no time like the present. Exactly. So, Dawn, uh, let's get into our kink list. Uh, Okay. We've been chitter-chatting. Wrap that up. I think I have a plan of action. I think you have a plan of action. That was about brainstorming. And, you know, if it wasn't for COVID, I would do like another thing that I used to do too, though. Say, hey, I went to experience a caning. Who's up for a caning? Right? And it would be a kink scene. It wouldn't necessarily be a date, but it would be a scene. So, all right. Speaking of that. Yes. We have some potential scenes here. So the first one, so this is our limit list that we are randomly going through. So the first one that I spotted was headphones and earplugs. So this isn't necessarily a kink. It's a not willing to do, strongly do not like, do not like, but will do, neutral, would like to do, would like to what do is a that? lot. Headlines? Major turn on. Headphones? Headphones and earplugs. So not necessarily a fetish, but are you willing to do it? Well, no, I think it is that sensory deprivation is, that is true a too. fetish for some not people. Not how I was thinking about it, but yes. Uh, and I think we have done that, and I like doing that as a top. Mm-hmm. I like driving, and I've done it as a bottom too. Uh, I have had a, and maybe it wasn't headphones, I think I still had sound. I had a feeling I did have earplugs in. 
I had you, I blindfolded, I blindfolded myself and had you lead me through a dungeon and yeah. try and collect kisses from people. I remember that. So, yeah. and you've done it with someone else doing kisses as well. You like the kisses. I do like the kisses. But so, I, and, but I, so I'm digging it. I'm going to say, yep, dig it. And we've done it for music too, which is why I picked that one, the whole headphones. We've done that for music as well because we didn't like the dungeon music. Right. So you would put me on headphones, you on headphones and had a Bluetooth MP3 player that way you and I would hear different music than the dungeon. What's fucked up is when it's just you hearing the different music in the dungeon. Right. And I've got the dungeon music. And it's all out of sync. So, but yes, here, definitely yes. willing to do. And I am all about the, the sense deprivation as well. So I love the idea. Headphones okay. and earplugs. What's next? Um, the next one is hot oils on genitals. Now, are we talking... Hot like a soothing warmth, or we're talking about a scalding or near scalding. I thing. would have to imagine it would be hot warmth, because you don't want damage to the body. Is my guess. Well, but if you think about wax, wax can be done in a very sensual way or in a very uh, sadistic way. True. I'm okay with sadistic. I'm not okay with body damaging. Okay. Well. So. I could see hot oils on my genitals in a sensual way. I would not be interested in it as a as a sadistic way. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It sounds kind of <laughs> hot, right? It, it does neat. sound hot. Well, it sounds like something I want to do to you. How, what are you doing later tonight? Well, there you go. Would you like a date? <laughs> <laughs> so, Gee, this whole dating thing just got so much easier. So much easier. So um, I love the idea of the, the hot oils. On the genitals. Like I said, I like edge play and it could be warm oil and very sensual. That's just fucking hot, especially if I'm smooth or if they're putting it on there to shave me mm-hmm. or what, whatever. But I love the idea of the hot oils too. Like I said, as long as it's not body damaging, I don't want third degree burns from, from hot oil. But um, I love that with wax and I love that. The whole idea of it with oil. I don't think I've done that with oil. That is something different. So So, I'm two for two so far on fetishes. What's the third one? So the third one is head. Blowjobs. So not the the, uh, 1970 movie by the monkeys called Head. No. Okay. <laughs> no, right. specifically talking about blowjobs. So I only know that reference because I heard an interview with Mickey Dolenz recently. So do oh that would be awesome. So Who's do you interview? like head? Because I just read from somebody on Reddit or Facebook. I'm not sure that said they absolutely hate being given head. Really? Mm-hmm. I am obviously. I don't even say obviously. <laughs> I guess a big fan. Big fan. Big fan of receiving. I'm a big fan of giving. Well, there you go. So, the, the funny mm. thing is, um, and we'll be transparent in that this is leading into our uh, mentioning of the old Kink Academy, who has been our podcast sponsor, I'm even going to say, for a while, for mm-hmm. the last couple of episodes and helping us pay the bills here and keeping the, uh, the little minor expenses we have for the podcast um, in their problem instead of our problem yep um so we knew we were going to talk about that so i i googled blow not googled i went to kink academy and typed in blowjob and among the other things there's a how to give a sloppy blowjob like a pro i'm super interested in Mm. but there's this animated um the kinky blowjob it's all about the attitude 
that has been staring at me the entire podcast. And it's like this two seconds of blowjob that's really, really fucking nice. Uh, but I'm also digging the fact that, I mean, there's a really neat one face fucking from the woman's perspective that I'm super interested in because that's one that sometimes I get a little uh, weird about. Yeah. Yeah, just because it's 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 near violent, mm-hmm. right? So that that leads me to be a little weird about it, and I like to see. So that's something interesting from a woman's perspective to help me let go of the. Uh, are you sure you're okay? Yeah, fucking make me slobber on your dick. <laughs> um, plus, there there are four parts towards how to get a double blowjob, um, or maybe it's how to give a blowjob, and I don't know if I'm recommending. This two-parter about blowjobs while driving. Oh, isn't that what was that movie where that's how that girl died? Oh, uh, you're talking about American, American Gods. Gods. Yes, yeah. American Gods over on the Stars, plus um, the very funny Parenthood with Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. You get into an accident. Uh, that's particularly <laughs> funny. And then there's all kinds of cool stuff about uh, blowjobs and all kinds of cool people getting blowjobs. Um, for example, Grey Dancer is on here yeah. many times. Oh. Great answer. <laughs> so you can watch those. So there you go. Um, I'm also, and this got nothing to do with blowjobs, but I just happened to notice it playing while the world burns. I'm really curious what the fuck that is. So there you go. There's the old Kink Academy and number three on the fetish list. And again, thank you very much for the old uh, Kink Academy for uh, being our little COVID buddies as we get through exactly. this fun little time. So, do you know what? Do you know what I like about blowjobs? There's a couple of things. And one is that rough face fucking. I love that. The other one is the mindfulness of it. Mm-hmm. Gives me a chance to practice mindfulness, man. Because once I start with the blowjob, I don't even want anyone to be touching me at that point, right? So if you go to touch me while I'm giving you a blowjob, have you noticed how I start to angle away? Because it's kind of like doing a sixty-nine. Yes, I have noticed that. You're right. Now, I particularly enjoyed while getting a blowjob fingering the puss. I know. But I you are quite correct. There's 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 the interaction um the suspension of interaction so that I'm just a receiver. Uh-huh. Right. But I also like I know. Yeah. I know. And it, I'm not saying it's bad. It's it's fun as well, but man, when I just like that whole mindfulness thing of just just giving at that point, you know? So Don, we've only got a little bit of food on boobs and tentacles. I think you have one tentacle here. I am looking. I am looking. Oh, excuse me. And Samwall, it's um sent me. Oh, that's so cute. So it's um it's from the company called Min and Mon Bags, and it's two octopuses holding hands, saying we're in this together. So it's really cute. And uh, if I remember right, it was like a bag, like a purse that said we're in this together, but it yep. was octopuses holding hands. So I randomly was scrolling through the FetLife today, and I did something I hardly ever do. I clicked on, I don't look at the pictures a whole lot. I'm, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm not a good guy. I'm not good at being a guy. I don't look, <laughs> I'm not there just for all the, but I came across, and this is a uh, Luna Rose 13 from the United Kingdom. And yes, I have uh, permission to use their name. And they took a, I don't know, somebody took a picture of them with uh, there's some cake or and or cookies, both on their breast and then down their body and then outlining um, their pussy. And it is, I just, side note, people like, uh, they say, oh, should I shave or should I not shave? 
you should go look at what Luna Rose does with her pussy. It's not fully shaved and it's not fully not shaved. So kind of trimmed. It is kind of like a, you're walking down a tunnel and it starts to get light. And you're like, oh, I knew this tunnel would end. And look at the light. Here comes the light. So it's like this, it, give, it brings your attention in. It highlights um, the pussy. Very nice. It, not only, whoever, I don't know who did the picture. If you, if you keep that picture up, I'd like to look at that later. It's a donut. It is not cake or cookies. It's a donut. <laughs> well, there you go. Thanks. Um, so thank you for, even though you didn't do that for me, you did it for me anyway. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so that's it for food on boobs. When it cuts to the old Instagram, you know, normally Don, you and I talk about what we've posted to Instagram. True. But instead today we're going to talk about the old, um, you and I were highlighted recently on an episode of MTJAF. Do you remember what that stands for? I do not. I'm sorry. Uh, I will look it up in a second. Uh, <laughs> we were part of their June podcast, MS and mental health. Uh, you can find that on the MTJAF. Good Lord. I'm having a brain fart. More than just a fantasy. Ooh. There we go. Um, so go nice. check that out. You can find a link via our Instagram or our Twitter or any of our social media things. And I just saw on Twitter as well that there is another podcast that also has us on it. The Kink Academy has their own podcast, which I need to look up. And they put us on there with the uh, Living MS. So... I think it was like how to be an MS couple or something like that. I forget the title, but um, we're on that as well. I didn't know the Kink Academy had their own podcast. Me either. And Although, me... look at that. I'm, I'm looking now. It says take a tour with uh, season two of the Kink Academy podcast. So there you go. And what is it? What I just it? looked at, uh, uh, just went to kinkacademy.com. On Twitter. Oh, we've got our computers out. Oh, yeah. There's all Mentions. kinds of cool people. Kink Academy, uh, the start of a good power exchange. Oh, think it, write it, do it. That's the start of a good power exchange, according to Dan and Dawn, on the new podcast. Check it out for solid advice from the creators of the PXS event. I would assume. Foundation of MS. Uh, and I do, now I'm seeing it. It's out there on uh, Libsyn and Spotify and iHeart, the Kink Academy podcast. So what the hell are they Talking to us for they got their own podcast going, <laughs> which fine by me. So um, neat, yes, awesome. So the Instagram and the stuff that I'm posting out there is the motorcycle. I got new motorcycle stuff on my motorcycle, which is great for social distancing. We actually get out there with uh, Barrick and Sheba every now and then. So we have no new subscribers to the newsletter. That's okay. But get your EA, EA shout out. Head over to theeroticawakening.com and you will find a link to the EA newsletter. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. If you like what we're doing, head on over to the patreon.com slash eroticawakening and take a look at the options for like this kind of stuff, extra content, and more. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have a next Zoom meeting in July. I should be advertising that soon. Bye, Dan. Bye, Don. <laughs>